Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Deuce and more. Deuce and more. Deuce and more. They tell you what they know. Deuce and more. Deuce and Mo, Deuce and Mo, the podcast that you know. Welcome to the Deuce and Mo podcast, recording this late night live from San Francisco after the Kings absolutely get dominated in game three of their first round series against the Golden State Warriors. A chance to go up 3-0, no Draymond Green, that's one game suspension. Then we find out GP2 wasn't playing, two key defensive guys out. How were the Warriors going to respond with their backs against the wall? They've never been down 0-2. They don't want to go down 0-3. Well, they respond in a massive way. They are more physical. They were nasty. They knocked down shots and stuff. <laughs> he was Steph Curry and the Kings get dominated in game number three. They lose 114-97. to I'm Deuce Mason. That's Morgan Reagan. How you doing, Mo? I'm okay. I'm good. Um, you know, it's wild... Not okay. This is what's wild about yes. this. You and I, we cover the Sacramento Kings. We don't travel, so being able to travel oh, for this game, I love it. It was so fun being able to be there, experience something different, and and not feel like everything's just normal. Loved my media seat and everything. Um, you know, whatever. But it was just a different feeling. And when the Kings were feeling rattled in the beginning. I was feeling rattled. I was like, oh, oh, I feel this different energy. I feel this different building. And I wasn't on the floor playing. So I can only imagine what a guy like Keegan Murray might have felt as a rookie for the first time playing his first road playoff game or even some of these other guys experienced their first road playoff game ever. So, um, yeah, it was just one of those nights where I felt a lot of different emotions, but at the same time, I... I'm not mad, and um, I did not enjoy Kings basketball, though, tonight. Yeah, it wasn't fun, and I, I think there definitely are some concerns after this game. I think the biggest at this point has just been three-point shooting. You know, after game one, you go, okay, just a bad night, you win. After game two, okay, that wasn't good, you win. But now we're talking about three straight games of just terrible three-point shooting. Game one, Morgan, they were 12 of 32 Game two, nine of 38. Tonight, 11 of 47. Do the math. That is 32 for 117. Good for 27% from three-point land from a team that has been one of the better shooting teams in all the NBA this year. And I felt like the first couple of games, I'm going, yeah, they're doing a great job blowing up the dribble handoff, staying attached to shooters. Golden State's played some good defense. And I tip your, tip your cap to them. They, they, they know the game plan. Stay engaged. I did feel like tonight there are more opportunities for some good dribble handoffs, and guys aren't knocking down shots. And you mentioned Keegan Murray. Keegan, love the guy. He's been a non-factor in this series. Sure. Kevin Herter, I think he has found other ways to contribute at times. 
but they need to make threes. And you're just not you're not going to win this series if you're going to be this bad from three. Mm-hmm. You might be able to get away with it, especially when the Warriors are sloppy, not engaged. But tonight, there was no way they were going to win this game with that three-point shooting. Mention 11 of 46. The Warriors' percentage wasn't great, but they still knocked down 16 of them. And it's not like the Warriors had a great shooting night at all. That's a different story. I just think the shooting is turning into a concern. And on a night where, like, Lyle isn't knocking down his shot. Yeah. He had some good looks tonight. Yep. I thought tonight they got much better looks. Did you agree with that? I Yeah. Well, they had a lot more open looks. But even in some of these open looks, why were they rushing? Right? It didn't feel like it was... Um, at times, even the best shot. And I know that's weird to say when it's an open look and it's against um, this Warriors squad. I can't even say like this Warriors defense because there's nothing spectacular about this Warriors defense. But what you saw tonight... I, I will say, I think they have played better defense that, in this series and that's compared to how point. they were playing at times at the end of the... Ra- or at, at times during the season. And that's my point, right? You, you've seen them play so much better. And... Even a night like tonight, just they understood the desperation. They felt inspired by all the drama going on, by all the guys that were out, GP2, Draymond. And you could see it with the way that they came into this game, with their physicality, the way that they were locked in. And what that did do is I think, I don't even want to say like it it scared the Kings on the offensive end, but their shots looked rushed. It looked like they were taking the first shot and not the best shot the Sacramento Kings were. And maybe that's another reason why when you look at some of their shooting numbers, 30, what, 38% field goal percentage, which is a season low. I mean, you're just looking at all of their offense, all of their shooting, and yeah. it was bad. I do wonder too, because we have talked about at times this, this Kings defense exp- it takes a lot of energy to defend the Warriors, mm-hmm. right? All the off-ball movement, especially tonight where they had a different lineup out there with more spacing. I want, like, how much is it with, like, Kevin Herter just be, not being, expanding so much in, energy defensively that there's not a lot of legs left to knock down some threes? Keegan, he's chasing around Clay Thompson, trying to battle through screens. There's not a lot of legs left for Keegan Murray. How much do you think that has to do with the maybe missing shots? This team missing shots from three point land. You know, I I would I would say usually I'd be like, oh, that's got to be it. But I feel like the first two games, that was never the case. And maybe maybe there was just a different type of energy. And I'm not acting like game three. Oh man, now they're feeling it. Now they're tired in this series. I just don't think that's the case. Two days off, both teams two days off, and we've seen the Kings come off of two game or two days off before, and they usually don't play their best basketball for some reason. Um, and that's frustrating because you're right about that, and that goes to the bigger part of tonight's game. That is frustrating. <laughs> the Kings, the three Ps that Mike Brown was talking about with this series and something he really wanted to challenge his team on, physicality, pace, and poise. The Warriors, obviously desperate. You knew they were going to come out engaged. Oh, yep. But the Kings, to me, didn't come out with that same level of desperation. The killer instinct needed to win this game. And on a night where the Warriors don't shoot well, <sighs> right? Like, that's the other thing. They didn't shoot. They shot 40. They shot 40 for 100 tonight. They were 16 of 50 from three for 32%. They didn't shoot well. 
But what they did do was they got after it. And it's the guys that we talked about before this series. We talked about DiVincenzo and his ability to crash offensive glass. He Look came at in him tonight. fly. Dude, he was big. He, yeah. he came in and he, those are just momentum altering plays. And how many times do they get a second chance and it leads to like a curry three or an open three? Those are crushing. Then you get to Looney, who he just knows his job. And anyone who wasn't aware, if you're casual and you don't pay attention to Kevon Looney, this guy puts his hard hat on, says, mm -hmm. let's go to work. I'm going to battle Sabonis. I'm going to go ahead and fight. I'm going to go get rebounds. And he did that tonight. The guy had 20 rebounds, nine of them offensive rebounds. Morgan, the Warriors tonight had 19 offensive rebounds that turned into 24 second chance points. That's the ball game. Game that, one, they the had nine game. offensive boards. Game two, nine offensive boards. Game three, 19. And, and that's where I, I, I get a little frustrated because they outworked you at times. Yeah. You can't get outworked in the playoffs. And they're, you're watching tonight going, Golden State looks like they're rested. And that was something I was telling you about before the game. What's Golden State going to look like after a couple of days off? They, they're older, they right? Look They've got some older guys in there. They had that hard game one, a day off, then hard game two, some time off to heal up. They're not, they're not practicing tomorrow. Sacramento is practicing tomorrow. But I, I, the Kings have the same amount of time off. Uh, how do you explain that kind, that mentality when it comes to rebounding? Because I, I felt like that's just, that is mentality. That's being physical. That's getting a, your, your guy, it's making sure you're on your guy, boxing out so they're not flying in there. What? what was that? I'm fired up. Yeah, I, I gave you a little No, push. that kind of hurt. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I don't think, I think when you look at rebounding, if you really want to explain it, a lot of it has to do with effort. And you saw the Kings were step slow in certain areas, right? And I think that was an area that they were step slow. And the Warriors understood that that needed to be a point of emphasis tonight. And Dante DiVincenzo has been fantastic with offensive rebounding throughout the year. That's and so does, that's man. why, that's why, and I remember before the series even started, that was like our little, well, or at least mine, it was like my little X factor. Like how many times was he going to fly in there and how deflating those offensive rebounds were going to be. And you saw that tonight and they were deflating tonight. And so I think, I think for the Kings, when you look at game four coming up on Sunday, that point of emphasis is no, no, no. Before even going and crashing that board, you are putting a body on D on Dante DiVincenzo. Find man, find ball. Just the simple fundamental, like you have to go back to that when it comes to the Golden State Warriors because that happening tonight, when you're missing your shots too, like they've been missing all series, but at least when they were missing, they were doing everything else right. And tonight they're missing horribly and not doing the other things right. Yeah, I, and I give, I give Golden State a lot of credit. It's the effort too. I thought defensively they were good and it, it helps when Sacramento's missing their shots. It allows you to worry about the pain a little more. I thought they handled Sabonis well again. You know, Sabonis to me is just not getting the looks that he usually gets. And I feel like he's got to be more decisive when he's one-on-one. -on -one. You like a matchup, go get it. I think he's processing a little too much. And they're bringing over late doubles sometimes. Deuce, you're 100% 
Right. And I'm so glad you brought that up. Oh, no, the basketball mind. Um, when you talk about Sabonis, ball stopping a little, ball stopping. You're, you're, I mean, he's a high-level processor, and to see him uh, slow down. And he's not slowing down, because not just because he's slowing down. It's the Kings, or I'm sorry, it's the Warriors' defense that's also slowing things down. The way that they're giving him room, it's not allowing him to just make a move with the body on him or allowing things to be tight and come off his shoulder tight because of the way that the Warriors adjusted their defense and it is slowing down Sabonis the way that he's processing things he's ball stopping a little bit more in this game and yeah it just wasn't his game again he had 15 points 16 rebounds uh, four assists but six turnovers mm. in this game on seven to 14 shooting so that was a crusher and then you look at the Golden State starting lineup every one god that is just bad uh, I'm looking at the rebounding totals. Yeah. Every one of their starters had at least five. Shit. You know, you had Looney with 20, but five from Thompson, seven from Wiggins, five from Poole, six from Curry. DiVincenzo off the bench had six points, eight rebounds, eight assists, four steals. Yeah. So they, all their guys just came in and, like, they, they, they went after it. They got after it tonight. And, again, this is, like, where we always talk about the Warriors, and I know it's, like, being up on the Warriors, it's just you just don't feel, ever feel comfortable. I mean, I, nope. I, I was telling people tonight, every time Steph Curry has a ball, I just go, something bad's going to happen. Like, something bad's going to happen to the Kings. He is just, some of the stuff he was making, again, Ugh. you're just like, I don't get it, man. The and ones, the high floaters, the three-point shooting. Steph had 36 tonight, 12 of 25, 6 of 12 from three. But I think the biggest thing, the biggest thing you circle with Steph tonight is one turnover. And this Golden State team, who has turned the ball over a shit ton this season a shit ton. and has had some costly ones that game two they were all over the place they had 13 turnovers tonight which is a great number and the kings only scored seven points off those turnovers here they were getting back now on the flip side sacramento only had two more turnovers than them wow but you know how many points golden state scored off those turnovers please tell us 22 ah. 22 to 7 In points off turnovers those were deflating a hundred percent. So you're talking about offensive <laughs> rebounds, second chance points, turnovers, points off turnovers, and then bad shooting. Yeah, Sacramento. I don't think could play any worse, but the, you know it. It was frustrating. It was frustrating for a lot of reasons because you look at tonight to me as a missed opportunity. Where it's one thing when Draymond, you find out Draymond's out, and you're like, well, they still win that game. But when I found out GP two wasn't out, I'm like. This could be a high-scoring game. And I, I'm like, the Kings should be able to knock down some shots tonight uh -huh. and have a chance to win this game. So when their two dogs are out, those guys are dogs. GP2 and Draymond do a lot for them. They wreak havoc to see them not play and other guys bring that dog mentality, play yep. with that desperation. That's where it was disappointing for me for Sacramento in this game. Uh, it was just it was just not a good night. I think they're the only guy who played well for Sacramento, I thought Fox. was Fox. I thought Fox was outstanding. He had 26 points, 10 rebounds, nine assists, four turnovers too many, but I thought he was getting after it. Uh probably took too many threes. He knocked down some timely ones. Well, the Kings cut it to seven in the third. I thought they had a chance, and then that quickly went away. Yeah. And in I, I love I love that De'Aaron Fox was able to keep playing his game, keep getting to his spots. He had some nice and ones down the stretch. Uh, like you said, looked good. But then when everyone else looked the way they did, it wasn't like they looked scared. They just, they well, I guess you could say they looked rattled. 
They looked off. And that's where I give credit to the Warriors. And just by playing a little bit more intense, a little bit more physical, it threw the Kings off a little bit. And not to say that the Kings weren't prepared or ready for it. I just think sometimes you're going to have those type of nights in a series too. Now, it is disappointing because you still you've seen two good games, right? From even when the Warriors weren't playing their best basketball, it's not like the Kings were playing their best basketball, no. right? So it's like you were seeing it's been a good series until tonight. It's been a good series, like competitive basketball until tonight. And I think that's where my disappointment or my frustration comes from um, tonight. And you just got to clean it up. How do you clean it up? I think uh, whatever your game plan is to, to make sure you're game planning against this small ball lineup because what if Steve Kerr goes back to this and something else that I noticed in the beginning of this game, uh, Kerr was subbing Curry in and out whenever De'Aaron Fox was in and out of the floor, because yeah, we saw those, those runs last game and how much they capitalized with Curry off the floor. I, I, my, my other thing with tonight looking at stuff was points in the paint was 40, 38, yeah. which is really low. Sacramento was 19 of 35 in the paint. They got to get more paint touches. They got to get that going. I'm sorry. That leads to good looks. I'd rather you attack the paint and create threes. I, I just felt like they didn't do that. I think there was a lot of times it was Sabonis had the one-on-one, the late double comes, or maybe they go for the strip. Yeah. The, the Kings offense is just not functioning how it usually functions. The Warriors defense, give them credit. Kerr's game plan tonight was fantastic, especially without your two, two of your better defenders on the floor. Game one points in the paint, 60. Game two points in the paint, 54. And I think our guy, Will Z, had that oh. stat about only two field goal attempts in the restricted area in the first half, right? Yeah, and, and you have to, you do have to give the Warriors some credit on this too. It's not just like Sacramento's just taking bad shots. It's like, no, they're, they were aggressive. Their rotations were great. It seemed like they were contesting everything. They were making life hard, but you have to find a way to get something going. One way to open some things up is to knock down some damn shots. Like, you... Make some threes, Dude, okay? Yep. I'm not saying you need to hit 20, but can you can you hit 13 in a game? It's like sometimes, it's, some games they're not going to fall, but you're so right, Deuce. Like the series, they're not falling. And, and they're going to shoot with confidence. I feel like guys are hesitating because they're missing shots. It's like, Kevin Herter, you're a good three-point shooter. Keegan Murray. Tell him. Well, no, uh, think about this, Morgan. Keegan Murray mm -hmm. and Kevin Herter shot 40% from three this year. That And it's like, you guys, that's efficient and consistent. What so is Barnes? Barnes' three-point shot, he he knocked down three tonight. Yeah. But he was in a stretch where, like, the last couple of games, he was, like, over. He had been terrible from three in this series. And just as it feels like they can get nothing to drop. You know, Monk couldn't hit anything tonight. He was one of nine, 0 for four from three. So Monk, who's been a key cog for you, gives you nothing tonight. The one other thing, Davion Mitchell has to play. Davion Mitchell just has to play in this series. I can't have him play 17 minutes. And I know you're maybe getting crushed on the glass, but here's what I do know. I want the guy out there that's going to try to make Steph's life difficult. And he, 17 minutes, he Davion has shown me enough in this series that he needs to play 25 to 30 minutes. 
Yeah, let him be a liability on one end of the floor at like something like He's you're saying, dog. like rebounding. Because stop. he can still he can put a body on someone enough and box him out. We've seen it before. I mean, his closeouts are just absolutely phenomenal. But I'm with you, and that bench production tonight wasn't the best. And then you saw on the other end, they had Moody. How much did Moody end up scoring off the bench? He ended he finished with 13. Uh, Moody was fantastic tonight. Yeah. And I felt like he hit some timely threes for them. I thought his energy was good. He was getting the crowd into it. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. They haven't gotten a lot from their bench, but Moody with 13 and three. We mentioned DiVincenzo. Kaminga had a couple of nice hustle plays. He almost he tried to kill Alex Len tonight. Oh my God. And Alex Len, good. I, that's what I like about Len. Go up and try to block that Is that shit. That's what you like about we Len. We also saw them go away from Len. They went a little small ball with Trey Lowes at the five. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it just it just was a bad night. Kings end up shooting thirty eight percent. They were eleven of forty six from three. They missed free throws too. That was irritating. Sixteen of twenty three from the line. They were out rebounded. Twenty one assists. Fifteen turnovers. Just an all around bad night at the office. At the Warriors' perspective, it was weird seeing Clay kind of have an off night, but Wiggins gave him twenty points in thirty four minutes. That was the other beneficial thing for the Warriors tonight. They didn't have to play their guys heavy minutes. Steph with thirty six. Pool gave him sixteen. Um, and then we would just went over the bench. I thought the decision today, I thought there was a chance he would start Kaminga, but we also talked about on our drive down to San- Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. San Francisco today, you could make a case that it made some sense for them to start Jordan Poole. One, Poole's been struggling in this series. He's dealing with an ankle thing too, and he ends up only playing just under 28 minutes tonight. But having another creator out there, Without Draymond out there, oh. have another guy that could be a legit offensive threat could change things for Sacramento. And I felt like it did tonight. It did. I, I'll say this. Game four becomes really interesting because Draymond's back. Yeah. And they've been starting Draymond and Looney. I thought the spacing tonight for Golden State opened up so much for them. And Sacramento couldn't blitz st- Steph as much because you got... Cool. They had five scores, right? Usually when Draymond's out there on the floor, you have a guy who's a facilitator. Who's they don't a- have to guard him all the Mm-mm. time. And they don't have to guard Looney all the time. Nope. The, the spacing totally changes. It's it's screwed with the spacing, the game plan. the And and not to say that, that the Kings can't adjust on the fly. They were just doing so well with what was out there before and what they did plan for and what they did their homework for. And for that adjustment to be made, you know, there's still this new team trying to learn how to... Um, they're they're getting that experience in a postseason of what's it like playing against the same team over and over and over again and being able to make those adjustments on the fly. And it wasn't there tonight. Um, from I, I think they wanted it. I think I think some like I, I saw people, some people being like, Oh, the energy isn't there or something else. And I think it was it was they wanted it there and they wanted it to be there, but they needed to create their energy with like made baskets with uh, fast break points with not with defensive rebounds and all those things are being just not right. being made. You're missing taken away. every yeah. shot, turning yep. the ball over, no rebounding. Yeah. You're losing an NBA game 99 of a hundred times if that happens, but Pretty going much. back to what we were talking about with the Warriors real fast. Yeah. Game four. Uh, what do you do if you're Kerr? Because 
the offense five out. It gave Sacramento problems tonight. It did. It get a little more athletic. They were still. They went smaller with yeah. Cool. They could have gone Kaminga in there, maybe with a little size and athleticism. But they said we're going to go with the offense. They still rebounded. You and you lost the other two games when you started Looney and Green. If you're Curd, you go, hey, those other games were close enough. We hang on to the ball. We're going to win with our guys. We're going to start with Green and Looney with our regular starters, Wiggins, Clay, and Steph. Or do you go, let's bring Looney off the bench? Because you're starting Draymond. I don't know. I just No, you you, you go with what you started I, with. I got to be honest. I think that helps Sacramento because the spacing, I, I think it makes things a little easier for Sacramento from I'm, I'm an, with a you. defensive standpoint. I'm with you, but I think, I'm sorry, I think that's what he will do. Right. I, I'm not saying like, I'm just saying, I think that's what Steve Kerr will do with his squad. Now, you might see that rotation like uh, not be out there as long or, you know, they, that, they that gotta, lineup. I mean, I think the Warriors really have to, and I know he does it sometimes, but they really have to stagger the loony green minutes even more because May, they should. They should. You looked at this tonight. And if they do, though, and if they do, if you're the key, like, if you're someone like Trey Lyles, like, I, I know it's it's a lot just saying, you got to step up. But we saw what he was capable of doing in the regular season. He's a good player. He can do more. And he needs to do more. And I saw him rush a three tonight. I saw him take another three that actually looked good off of, like, an offensive rebound of monks or something. And it was just like, that's when things were flowing better for them. When they're making their shots is when they're doing all the other things. When the ball is just moving freely, bodies are moving. Um, you just need to see them do all the other little things. Right. And I think then those things will start happening. The shots falling. Um, yeah. The energy will be different. The confidence will be different. And that goes for everybody. Yeah. I'm interested to see what game four looks like. Uh, I, I, I feel like the Kings can play a lot better. And maybe it looks a lot different coming up. But yeah, I, th I think the Warriors have some interesting decisions. Because the other thing you got to bring up too is DiVincenzo brought something to them. Tonight. Yeah, he did. So if you got GP2 back and you got Draymond back, you can't play all those guys. It's just not going to happen. I think they like what Moses Moody's bringing them. You're not going to play 10, 11 guys. You're right. not. Right. So, I don't know. I'm not acting as if they're a worse team with Draymond. They're just different. That's fair. And that, you and that I mean? is absolutely fair. And he, he does a lot of great things. I'm not taking away. I just, no, I, I just, I don't think you are at all. Like, I think they really hurt Sacramento. And depending on the matchup of whoever the Warriors are going up against is when it can work better, it can work. It can be different or it can be worse. And I think seeing what you saw tonight, it was one game that was small sample size for this, this playoff matchup. But if you're the Warriors, if you're Steve Kerr, you're definitely looking at that. So we talked about the three Ps, physicality. Warriors won that battle tonight. Right? Absolutely. Um, pace. I, this is another one. I thought Sacramento's pace, even in the half court, I just felt like it was a little slow tonight. It was. It just didn't feel like they had the same burst. And, you know, it's very interesting because this Kings team has played so well on the road this year where they, they won the most road games in the Western Conference. They've been in games. They've come back. They've taken punches. 
And at home, they have been disappointing, where it's like, God, you can't even get this crowd going. The games in Sacramento 1 2, it was clear to me they were feeding off the crowd like crazy. Obviously, you don't have that tonight when you're sure. on the road. Um, I think sometimes when that crowd's going and you get a stop, you want to push because you hear the crowd like on their feet rise. You feel that momentum. You want to push and do something exciting. That's not happening on the road. And I felt like tonight it was like, oh, the Warriors are playing fast. We got to slow it down. No, no. Run. Keep going. And, and when I say run, it's not just fast breaks. It's pace in the half court. Yep. The off-ball movement has to be there. And I know they're going to bump you around, but you got to fight through this physicality. Well, there was defensive adjustments by the Warriors, right? And that and those adjustments um, screwed with the ways that De'Aaron Fox was trying to go downhill into the paint. The way that other guys were getting into the paint, you know? And I, I think when you look back at the film the Kings and Mike Brown will look back at it was where were all the bodies? Why were why, why didn't we see more flex cuts, right? Like people slashing through the paint. And um, it's not just about the pick and roll, the DHOs. It's about moving without the basketball uh, with a purpose though, right? Like, are you, are you trying to get a backdoor cut because it's part of the action or are you doing a backdoor cut because you really want to get the ball and school your guy? So yeah, I, I think I think that kind of screwed with the pace, and you're absolutely right. That was not there tonight. That P was not there. Well, the best part about the playoffs, and this is why playoff deuce has a different mindset. Oh. With all the stuff that we have talked about tonight, yeah. the poor three-point shooting, what went down in this game, the Kings are still up in this series 2-1. to one. Mm-hmm. The mission is to go win game four and then have a chance to close things out in game five. We're guaranteed a game five Wednesday now. Yeah. Game five is happening. So Kings, just how it plays out, they will practice tomorrow at USF. And then Saturday, they'll probably have something going on. Okay. But it'll be light because they play Sunday. That's an early, what, 12.30 tip-off? 12.30 tip. 12.30 tip-off. That's going to be an ABC game. It'll be a lot of fun, and the energy in that building is going to be crazy because Draymond Green is returning, Yeah, and that's his first game back. What do you think tonight? First time experiencing a Chase Center crowd for us. Yeah. Uh, it was a late-arriving crowd. Giants were playing. Uh-huh. They had first pitch at 645. Traffic was a nightmare. We were talking to some people at the hotel, and they're like, yeah, we got the Giants game. We got the Warriors in the playoffs, and there's 420 events all over San Francisco. Happy 420. And I was like, should I go to that instead of Chase Center tonight? Yeah, to get and your I, zen on, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You but know, instead. Take a little vitamin, chill out. Um, <laughs> instead work. Yeah, so late arriving crowd, you know, it, it got loud. There are definitely times it got loud. It's I I've been to a, I went to a playoff we've been to a playoff game at Oracle yeah. that place got really really, really loud. loud this place wasn't as loud it had moments where it popped Sacramento's game one and two were definitely louder like to me sure and close but sure. Uh, they were into it saw some Kings fans in the concourse I thought I I thought there would be feel like more of a Kings presence one the Kings didn't really give him a reason to. I didn't notice a ton in the stands. No. There were definitely some there, but to me, it was similar to game one. Anytime for, I walked around, I saw, I ended yeah. up seeing a Kings jersey. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it, there was never a time when I didn't see that, but it's different when it's like big packs of Kings fans. And um, obviously, there was no Kings takeover tonight, but, um, you know, and I, I, when I was on that, that, uh, Warriors podcast right after the game, they asked me, they were like, okay, so like, what'd you think of 
the Chase Center crowd. And I said, I'm just being completely honest. I thought that the crowd wasn't into it until the Warriors players were into it. It was like Steph Curry was saying, get the F on your feet. Like, why are you cheering me on? And then once he did that, they were more inspired. So when it's just different, I mean, it's, I was telling Morgan on the way back. I'm like, these, this fan base has been spoiled, all right? Totally. When you win all these championships, it's hard to get like, up. It's I don't hard need to get, to get loud. A, I got the rings. Yeah, it's, it's hard to get up for a first yeah. round matchup. Like, you're like, oh, c- call me when we get to the conference finals or the finals again. Yeah. Even then, it's yes. like, I've seen it. Um, so it's just a different level of thing. They don't have, like, what Kings fans have had, which is, we didn't make it 16 years. We're totally. up in our seat 25 minutes before the game. It's just a different energy for sure. I did laugh. Dude, they were booing Sabonis every time he touched the ball. Every time. And it did make me think about what's it going to be like, not only game four when those two are going head-to-head again. Is it going to get a little chippy? Is it going to get a little chippy? And then what's it? what kind of reception Draymond's going to get in game five? Well, which, by the way, I I thought the officiating was fine tonight. Like, there was nothing I was just like, oh, that was such crap. That was, like, sure, there was moments. And, um, but for as much as, you know, Sabonis was getting booed and we thought the whistle wasn't going to be favorable. And maybe that was his issue too. He was trying to like hold back a little. How many, did he end up with zero fouls? How many fouls did he end up with? Sabonis had one. One. Okay. So he ended up with one foul. And um, I'm not saying like he wasn't being physical or something, but I think it was in his mind, right? Like he knew, okay, they're going to be watching out for me tonight. I need to be good. When really it's like, nah, just, just do you. Play your game because even if you were in foul trouble tonight, like no matter what was going on, they just, they needed more. They needed more. And that's what I want to see. Let's give some love to the people watching this live because we're on way later than normal. After a loss, you guys are hanging out with us. Appreciate you guys so, so, so much. Let's go. Make sure to hit the thumbs up button. Make sure you're subscribed to. Also, shout out to our buddy Sean Stanfield over at rate.com slash Sean Stanfield. If you're looking to purchase a home or you're thinking, can I refinance? Do I have the money to purchase a home? Sean is your guy to hit up. He's helped one of our podcasts, a couple of our podcast yeah. listeners refinance, but one actually just celebrated their one-year anniversary of purchasing a home. Congratulations. And, you know, he, did? he sent them a video congratulating them. Like, hey, congratulations on of one year. Of course he did. Like the of course, that's just what he, he does. Cares. He's a good guy. Yeah. So he's not trying to just get you in a house to get you in a house. If you're looking to purchase a house or you have questions about the process, you've never done it, can you afford it? Or if you're like, hey, is, should I refinance now? Maybe it makes sense for you. Hit up our guy, Sean Stanfield. Just go to his website, rate.com slash Sean Stanfield. That's rate.com slash Sean Stanfield. Um, can we get to a couple of things from the chat? Get to a couple of things. Manny, I want to get your reaction to what he has to say. Okay. Manny Too Legit says that Sunday is a must win for the Kings. Oh, no. No. I mean, isn't every game technically a must win? No, it's not. Here's my rule with must wins. Do you really have a must win? In this, do you it's think- a must win when the next win eliminates you. Sure, I will okay. say it's important. Look, I, I, I don't want this series to go seven. Oh, that scares me. Oh hell Even yeah! Even though you're at home, I'd rather this series end sooner. Ideally, you come out in game four, you compete, and you steal one, and then you head back home three one, and you close it out. You just close. You find a way to close it out. Now that sounds. Like a dream. Like and a that dream. seems probably unrealistic. Yeah. What's most likely is this series is probably going to end up going seven. 
Sure. So buckle up. Buckle up. Buckle the hell up. Enjoy and, the ride. You know, if they win to, uh, on Sunday and they tie this at 2-2, two, two, yeah. They're, the pressure's on Sacramento now, and Mike Brown's going to keep talking about, and I respect it. I get what he's doing. Like, he keeps saying that the pressure is on Sacramento, or yeah. on, on Golden State yeah. in the series. He said, they're supposed to win this game. They protected home court. This is what they're supposed to do. They're they're the defending champs. And, and to a certain extent, he's right. This is not your typical three versus six matchup. We all know it. The Kings were underdogs coming into this series. They're the defending champs. They're not going down easy. They're great at home. They were 33 and eight on the home floor this year. They're different on the road. So if you lose Sunday, well, you come back home, game five, and you bounce back and you win the game. That's what you do. You've done it. This team is not unbeatable. You beat them twice already. So you figure it out. This is what the playoffs are about. It's about adjustments. It's about fighting. It's about overcoming the adversity. And you dust yourself off and you figure it out. We saw Golden State lost a game to Memphis last year by 50. Yep. They ended up winning a championship. Weird shit happens. You figure it out. Dust yourself off. You don't feel bad. You get another opportunity. It's just cool that we're we're watching a Kings team right now that still has a 2-1 series lead. It's oh, not going to be that easy. That has a 2-1 series lead, but has like played the right style of basketball to get there. And tonight was the first real game that we saw at this level for the Kings where it was, that's not the style you no. need to play. So adjustments, lessons need to be learned. Um, and that's what I'm excited to see, what, what they can change up on Sunday. Yeah, and the series is it is someone in the chat saying it's really spread out. It is it is. I mean, you think they play Thursday, they don't play till Sunday, and then they play till when they play on Wednesday after that, which is crazy. Game mm-hmm. five is Wednesday. That's like, like less five than a week weeks ago. from now. No, it's just crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, no one if anyone thought beating the Warriors in a series was going to be easy and not dramatic at all gonna be tough man it's gonna be really tough and the biggest thing is this team has to learn from their mistakes whether it's losing a game Mm -hmm. losing a series whatever this is great experience i that's i said it before the series this there's no better experience than what the kings are getting right now absolutely they are playing their first playoff series against this team exactly exactly no, it's it's great to see. And even even travel wise, like you think about all those little things and just being able to stay in California and everything. It's it's great. I, I love this. Uh, a couple more from the chat. Morgan Reagan. What you got? Um, Someone saying that Herter and, of course, Keegan need to step it up. I agree with that. They For have sure. to. That was from the beam team. Uh, someone in the chat, the series is going seven, but Warriors win. Refs are paid off like into 0-2. Okay, settle down. Settle down. Uh, Tim Cassie says, this will be a good series. Oh, yeah. Uh, Joe Smith says, playoff basketball and up 2-1 defending champs. Yeah, that's the perspective you have to have. So, uh, we're staying in San Francisco. Yes. Um, we're staying in San Francisco through Sunday. So, our plan is tomorrow, head to King's practice. Go to practice. Yes, and we're going to post content on the YouTube page. Yep. Then Saturday is probably a practice. Meet up with some friends that are in town. Enjoy the city a little bit. It's going to be a good time. And then Sunday, bring it on. Bring on the ABC game. There you go. And then we'll be back in the home studio uh, Sunday evening after game four. Kings don't go down swinging, Morgan. This team's not losing. Don't go down swinging? Why do I always mess that up? I don't know. That's the second time I messed that shit up. Yeah, I'm like, wait, shouldn't they go down? (laughs) 
still don't aren't you supposed to go down swinging? I, I think I meant to say the kings won't go down easy. They will. <laughs> they will go down swinging. They don't go no, down swinging. This team has fought. You know, I just yeah. don't think this team is going to fold. And no, hey, I'm maybe with I'm you. wrong, but I'm just enjoying the ride. Let's bounce back, Kings fans, in the playoffs for the first time. Kravitron says, uh, by the way, donate five bucks. I know that halted me, but I was about yeah. to wrap up. Uh, oh, there you go. Uh, do you think Mike Brown got out coached? I don't know that he got out coached tonight. You know, I that whole, all that stuff is so funny to me. I'm like, I don't know when you determine a coach gets out. Like, are you in the like, huddle hearing? I think I think there's certain strategies that you can see with your own eyes. I would like, like more Davion tonight. Sure, I mean, sure. I exactly rotations. Said, yeah. But there's so many other things too to go to that. But I mean, we've said it about Steve Kerr. We've said yeah. So Nathan says you did not read my super chat. Okay, so I'm looking at my phone. I know we don't have a normal setup. I, what was your super chat? Just type it and I'll read it real fast. Come on. I'm a nice guy. I'm not going to just skip your. Oh my God. Would never. So sorry. Uh, I'll wait for you. That's funny. What's up? Uh, backseat driver fans think basketball is more complicated than it is. Complicated. Yeah. Okay. People who are saying they had a super chat. So. Just to be clear, I we appreciate you. Just retype it then. You don't have to resubmit a super. We never asked for super chats. I just don't have it in front of me. I'm look at this is how I'm reading the chat tonight on my phone. Usually I have like a two monitor setup. This is the road show. Uh, sorry, people. Yeah. Uh, Ian said I said the Kings have gone almost 17 years without losing a playoff game. The streak had to end sometime. Yeah. How about that? There you go. Kings first playoff loss in 17 years. That's a great perspective. It, the other perspective, they have not won a road playoff game since 2004. Well, holy damn. Oh, uh, man. Appreciate everyone's love uh, hanging out with us tonight. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, we'll probably drop some. We're definitely dropping some more content tomorrow. May do another podcast before Sunday, I know. too. Before. That's what I was thinking. I think we'll do a little game for preview pod. I like that. It. Yeah. I like it. I'm From a, this corner. From this corner. Ayo. Uh, seriously, thanks so much for hanging out with us tonight. We love you guys. But we... Gots to go. You all have a wonderful rest of your night. Thanks for joining us. Seriously. How about my suit, by the way. Oh, and there's the suit. See ya. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $129 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $249 a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.